What's up, everybody? How's it going? Apologies, I'm only doing a podcast now post race. Um, there's no reason why um, I had to travel back to Flag and um, got back into some training today. Um, my legs are actually they're not too bad. Um, I think everyone will like have experienced this in the past, but when you um, when you go off, um, you tend to die. You could say not die, but um, start running slower than perhaps the speed that you went off at, and then you just you don't usually end up as sore post race because like you've you've slowed down. Um, <clears throat> I think a lot of the time the fatigue that you feel at the end of the races, especially like if you have a like a breakthrough race or whatever, it's just, you know, you've you've ran a speed for a distance that you've never ran before. And so you end up being pretty sore and pretty beat up. Um, maybe I'll feel, I might feel a bit worse tomorrow, but um, everything today felt pretty good. Um, I've probably not necessarily felt sorry for myself the last, like, 24 hours or whatever or slightly more but I think I have a little bit like I was a little bit um just a bit pissed off with the race um maybe a bit pissed off with myself um and I think the more I look at the last couple of weeks um there's probably just been a lack of discipline you could say in training and you know I talked about it after one of the fartleks that I did um, you know, I just talked about this idea that I was maybe pushing a bit too hard and um, starting to enjoy the fitness that I had um, rather than training smart. Um, I obviously wanted this training buildup to be like one of my best in terms of like consistency, but also um, one of the smartest buildups because think about it, I could go to Doha and race poorly because either I overtrained or because I did sessions too fast and therefore it wasn't really marathon effort. Um, a couple of things like that. Um, when there's a lack of discipline in training, that leads to a real fucking lack of discipline in racing. Um, and annoyingly, um, I put together, it reminds me of Dublin Marathon when I raced it and, um, I'm not fucking stupid. And I put together a, a pre-race plan, um, that suggested, you know, when it's 25 Celsius and 90 to 95% humidity, it's really fucking stupid to try and run 63 minutes for a half marathon. Um, especially when, you know, you haven't tapered and it's not, I don't, this is like, it's far from excuses because I mean, I'm fucking too old and ugly enough to not make excuses at this point. Like this is my professional career and I don't think you make excuses about that. But the fact of the matter is it was 25 Celsius. It was 90% humidity. Um, I should have just been smarter. The race plan that I wrote in a Word document, which I always do before race, um, 
basically there was a couple of goals some i achieved and some i didn't um the the logical plan was that i believed it would be 90 seconds slower because of the heat and the humidity at least you know if i think doha will be six minutes slower for the marathon so 90 seconds in my opinion is is fucking generous because anyone that's ran in 25 celsius and 90 percent humidity knows it's pretty fucking tough um so i had allowed 90 seconds um i also ran 24 miles last sunday um not something i would do the week before expecting to run a fast half marathon um i'm also in marathon training and i'm not training for the half so it would probably have been quite logical to say on a perfect day given that i didn't taper as much as i should and maybe a really good day would have been like 63 45 to 64 minutes um and i think if i did that on the perfect day knowing i maybe didn't taper as much and knowing that i'm marathon training i'd have been really fucking happy um, so if you add 90 seconds to that, it's probably like 65, 30. And I think that's the speed that I should have set off at. But I, you know, I ran the first mile in 448 and um, hit 5K 10 seconds up on 64 minutes. So that's about 63.20. Um, basically just fucking stupid. Um, it's not stupid. Anyone who... There's reasons for me to try and run sub 64. Um, I'm a contracted athlete. Part of my contract, um, there's requirements, you know, break 215, break 64. Um, so it's not, it wasn't totally unjustified. It was kind of a gamble that it might pay off. Maybe I'm fitter than what I thought. Um, sorry, not fitter than what I thought. I've, I've worked really fucking hard, you could say. And really hard um, and I've put in the time and I've, I've had a really consistent period of training and um, a, a part of me just sort of thought you never know maybe you're the fucking guy that can like run a PB in really hot human conditions and and I, I really probably believed it or else I wouldn't have done what I did so there was a, a bit of a I don't know can we call it like an, an ego hit halfway through the race and you know i had to go back to feeling like i've maybe done in the past where i'm really trying mentally and my body's just like given up and i had to like accept that there was people had went off quicker than me and like still managed to hold on now a couple of these guys have ran 61 minutes before and you know a couple of them thought that they were in 61 minute shape for a half marathon and they ended up running 63, 64, you know, every, everyone was on the same boat. Everybody finished and was like, what the fuck just happened? Um, I don't think any of us expected it to be as tough as it was. Um, but I was a bit annoyed. Um, one couple of really positive takes, um, even when I had pretty much given up internally, um, I was still keeping my heart rate at a really solid heart rate. It's the longest and highest my heart rate's been in the last maybe five to 10 years. You know, I averaged 174 for 13 miles, which is really fucking good for me. Um, 
174, and that's with a chest strap. When I raced Houston half and ran 63.17, my average heart rate was 167. So it was seven beats higher for the whole fucking race. Um, a lot of that's the heat and the humidity. Um, it just pushes your heart rate up higher. Um, but you're still working that hard. Um, but I basically, well, like I say, one of the positives was I really, I I was still trying, but I wasn't really, really trying. Like, I just gave up a little bit. And I was like, look, you know, like, you have, a, you have Doha coming up, so, like, don't fuck yourself up today. This doesn't look like it's going to be a good day. Um, and I was still able to run not terribly slow. And so I think one of the good signs is that even when the humidity fucked me up a bit and mentally I was a bit fucked, I was still able to run not terrible. Um, one of the even better signs was that it got to the point where, um, I mentioned this on Twitter or Instagram, I can't remember. Um, it got to the point where I think it was about nine or 10 mile. Um, and I just probably just decided to stop beating myself up internally and I decided to stop being like basically a fucking douchebag to myself and I smiled a bit and just thought like it's okay like just you know it's not necessarily going the way that in the ideal world I envisioned that it might go but just relax and you know it'll be fine and I did and I found a bit of strength you could say mentally and physically and all of a sudden I was able to start sort of, I think I ran the last two or three miles around 501, 502, 503 um, per mile. And so that was good. Um, good for numerous reasons. In the past, I might have just give up completely. In the past, I might not have finished. Um, you know, it, it's, I don't know what picture or idea you, I, I think sometimes I, um talk a good game you could say and talk about how strong i am and mentally and but i'm I'm fucking not sometimes um and i think that's the same for all of us like we all have demons and we all have doubts and we all question things and um it got really tough and it reminded me of maybe a weaker version of myself that used to just like almost have like anxiety attacks in the middle of a race like why am I doing this? And maybe I should give up and yeah, maybe I should drop out. And um, one of the things I actually thought of, which is really fucking cool. Um, I just thought be the, the athlete that you like encourage everybody else to be. Um, and like, I, it's not that like, I think I'm like flying this flag or setting this example, but like, it's very difficult for me to preach not giving up and it's very difficult for me to preach, you know, enjoy what you're doing and be happy when I'm not, that would be very superficial. And I can promise you that I don't do that. Um, I, I, I speak honestly, I speak truly. And, um, yeah, I just smiled at about nine or 10 mile and was like, be, you know, be the athlete that you want to be. And I like, you know, I told you guys about Doha and thumping my chest and saying like go hunt or whatever and shit like this. And, you know, that sounds really good on paper and it can seem, I don't know whether it's fucking heroic or what it is. Um, but it, but it was nice. It made me smile and 
I was able to kind of like not necessarily go hunting, but um, just finish it off um, and sort of turn a day that could have turned into quite a negative day and a really fucking positive day that, let me tell you something. When I ran Houston half marathon and I ran 63.17, it was fucking easy. I mean, easy. It was just a day. It was just, um, you know, that's over maybe a year and a half ago now. And it just fucking went really good. You know, I tapered really good. I prepared for a half marathon. I did sessions that were very specific and the weather was really, really good, really favorable for running fast. And um, it was probably 15 degrees Celsius colder. I think it was actually five degrees Celsius. So it was 20 degrees Celsius colder. Um, I think the humidity was probably like 50%, 40, 50% instead of 90. And it was, I'm not saying, I don't, run for those days i've realized that like those days are fucking amazing and you get a lot of well dones and everybody texts you and everybody thinks you're fucking brilliant and the newspapers write about you and but doesn't mean I, i don't care about those days because to me there's no achievement and and no i i really fucking loved sunday and I loved the journey that I went through in that race and the suffering. There was there was mental trauma, there was suffering, there was fatigue, literally, physically, fucking nipples chafing because of my vest being soaked and my nuts chafing, excuse my bluntness, but it was fucking torture. But I just fucking dealt with it and overcame it, not straight away. Um, you know, I had to overcome it a couple of times. I had to remind myself to smile a couple of times and I had to really dig deep a few times and, and have a little chit chat with my own head. But, um, those are the fucking good days. Those are the victories because you're doing it to achieve things that you thought you couldn't achieve. And sometimes that's in speed, like fast times and PBs. And, but sometimes it's just, you know, not quitting when all signs pointed towards you quitting or, you know, you even believing that you might quit and even allowing yourself to quit for a little bit, but then deciding, no, like, let's not, let's finish this off or, and yeah, um, I like those days because even though when it, it's all said and done and I walk away and I'm disappointed and I feel a bit, you're not, it's your ego that's disappointed. It's not you. And that's a really interesting thing that you have to think about because I was not disappointed with myself at all. I conducted myself as best I could. Um, I hydrated for three, four days going in. I traveled as best I could. I ate what I thought I should eat with three to four days to go. Um, but it, I, I give the best account of myself that I could tactically I fucking didn't but it didn't matter I did Philadelphia half because if I didn't run fast I knew it was going to be really hot and humid and that's that's the way it goes I've talked to people that um told me they've done it three years in a row and each time they thought they were going to run 62 63 and they ran 65 65 65 um not that I need, I, I didn't need fucking reassurance. I know, I know what work I've put in. I know that I was fit, but I can, I can tell you that I couldn't lose because 
if I broke 64, that was really good for my contract. Um, if I didn't break 64, I knew I would get to run 13 miles mentally and physically in a set of conditions that might not be too far off Doha. Um, and that was important too. Um, it, it didn't give me a kick up the ass. It reassured me that I'm okay with what I'm doing right now. Um, I decided that like, I'm not going to be super intense and walk away from a race like that and, you know, blame things, blame lack of this or lack of that, or I'm just, I'm just okay with what result I got. Um, I ran slower, believe it or not, um, with the same sort of effort around Omaha half marathon and the build up to London. It's difficult to race a fast half marathon when you're in the build up to a marathon. Um, you know, when I talk about lack of discipline, I did a hard track session on the Friday. I did a single track trail run on the Saturday where I like fucking stupidly broke the Strava record and I think it was 6.33 per mile and I averaged 5.58. It nearly fucking killed me. I was choking the whole way around the run and my asthma was so bad. I was There was fluid and everything the whole run. Um, and then I ran 24 miles on the Sunday and five or six mile into that run, I was 5.30 mile and so that like another athlete wouldn't catch me. It's just stupid. Um, there's no, there's not much to say about that. It's, it's a lack of discipline. And, um, perhaps the reason I didn't run well at Philly was a lack of discipline. So when I spoke to Haas after and I was disappointed and I, I was a bit annoyed that we did 24 miles the week before. And, um, you know, it, it's me who has to deal with this mentally. And it's me when I race that maybe when it starts not going well and maybe because I've done that 24 miles, but you can't focus on everything. So Doha was the big goal. And on the day of Doha, everything will come good because I'll taper properly and I won't have only been at altitude again for like 12 days. Um, that's something that I went to Philly having been at altitude for only 12 days, I guess, after a sort of eight or nine day period in Louisiana. And I would never do that. Like we do altitude in blocks of three weeks or four weeks, but it wasn't a big goal. Um, but how the fuck do you tell your ego that? You know, the ego is just fucking angry that it's not winning. Um, and so that was tough. Um, but yeah, I've, I've, I haven't been very disciplined and, I think that showed because I, in my race fucking plan, it says, you know, humidity 90 seconds to two minutes slower, but I still tried to run 63.30. So I clearly just wrote the race plan and then didn't even fucking pay attention to it. So the, the next two weeks, um, I need to be disciplined. I need to go back to doing what I'm not necessarily told, but um being smart about what sessions we pick over the next two weeks and then not nailing them but like conducting them with discipline so if the goal is um 520 per mile 
then I run at 520 per mile, no matter how easy it feels. Um, and that's important because if there's a single fucking day of the year that I need to be disciplined, it's on the start line of Doha. Um, and I will do it. You know, there's no, there's no time bonuses for Doha or anything like that. And I just had the fucking bonus goggles on at Philadelphia and really wanted to break 64 minutes, no matter the weather, basically. Um, so it's all good. Um, I'm, this is, gives me a chance to reflect and talk about it and make it verbal. And, um, I probably didn't know what I was going to say on this podcast. Um, but the, the big goal for Philly was to get in and get out without being hurt. You know, I'm still healthy and physically, mentally, um, good health. I have a fucking toothache. Basically I need to get a tooth removed. Um, I, I just got to Philadelphia on Friday and, my fucking tooth was killing me and so I when I got back to flag today it bothered me for a couple of days and I didn't really feel it during the race obviously because adrenaline and stuff but when I was sleeping it was like throbbing um so I went to see a dentist today and they basically told me that it, it's fucked up and it probably needs to get removed there's not much tooth left it had been filled years ago and it's still maybe it was decaying recently or something um but there's there's risks because when you get it removed, you know, you can't train for a few days. And so I don't honestly know what I'm going to do just yet. Um, yeah, it was a pretty bleak weekend. Um, but like I said, like, you know, sometimes I talk a bit of shit on Instagram and stuff, but like I, I did fucking finish happy. Um, you know, I told myself that you literally are in Philadelphia, like the, the city, um, you've traveled from Flagstaff and you're there to enjoy a race. So like, enjoy it. Don't fucking spend the whole time beating yourself up and always having too high expectations of yourself. Um, I'm only fucking human. Um, sometimes I talk a good game that I'm not, but like at the end of the day I am. Um, and I try, like I try really fucking hard. Um, and yeah, some days you're, dreams just don't come true and maybe Sunday was one of those days that I thought I was ready for a bigger result and maybe and that's a bit unfair to even say out loud because I didn't taper and maybe that's like being a bit naive but I just expected a bit more from my body and yeah like I say I'm I'm human and um that's just the way it goes sometimes it doesn't work out the way you want it to and I'm, I think, I think I'm just like, I'm a kid that I don't think was supposed to be doing all this. Um, I love that I do it. I really fucking do. I love pushing myself. I love overcoming. I love overcoming the things that you don't think you can do. Like you're supposed to be down and out and you're fucked and it's humid and it's hot and you want to fucking stop and everything in your head's telling you to. And you just say no and you you somehow figure it out. You figure out a way to keep going and even figure out a way to speed up again. And that that's that means so fucking much to me because that continues on into life after running. That sort of drive. Um and I, I just people might think I'm really talented and all these things and I just think I'm methodical. 
I just prepare. I train. I don't miss training. I really commit and obsess and dedicate myself to what I do. And like, I literally move my life to Flagstaff away from my little sister must message me every day telling me that she misses me, you know, um, that she like loves me so much and misses me and all these things. And I don't even register, which sounds sad, but I can't. Could you imagine if I let all that in? I'd break. Um, but like I say, you know, this is everybody can do this. You just have to choose. And I've, I chose to really see how good I can be. And um, Sunday was part of that. You know, when you when you retire and when you let it all go, it's not just like, you know, I ran this time, this time, won this, won that. I'll probably not fucking win that much, you know. You're going to a world champs with athletes that are 10 minutes quicker than you. But, you know, you'll be able to tell people one day about the day that you didn't quit or the day that, you know, the conditions were crazy and you just fucking did what you could. And that's what everybody has to do. Um, do what they can and work with what you've got and, it's you who goes to bed at night and either sleeps peacefully knowing you didn't fucking quit or you go to bed thinking everybody's giving me praise for today, but I know I could have done better and that's on you. Um, so yeah, look, everything's good. It's going to be another couple of good weeks here. Um, like I said, it's going to be disciplined. There's discipline needs to be the key emphasis because a good race at Doha relies on discipline. Um, and so that's going to be the focus for the next two weeks. And then I travel. Um, but yeah, like I say, I'm not going to lie. I was disappointed. Um, I expect more from myself. Like I thought I prepared really well. And I thought I was like just ready for something bigger. And I think you guys did too. Um, and it just reminded me that sometimes running just fucking throws a curveball at you and you have to just deal with it. Um, and it really did. I, I, I thought I was going to fucking blitz the streets of Philadelphia. Um, and yeah, like I'm a bit stunned. Um, but like I said, it maybe it's what I needed. Maybe it's, Maybe it's what was supposed to be. Um, but yeah, bit quiet about it. Um, bit sad because I really wanted a big one. Um, but I gained a lot um, mentally and I'm sure physically, I'm sure my body will be stronger because of it. Um, and I learned that I don't fucking quit, which is amazing. And I learned that even when the heat and humidity's fucking me hard, I just smile and relax and get back to five minute miling. That's the kind of speed and attitude that'll go a fucking long way in Doha. Um, so yeah, I'm not down and out just yet, but certainly a bit surprised that um, maybe Philly didn't go as good as I wanted it to. But there you go. That's that's how it goes. So thanks for listening. Um, Appreciate it as always. I mean, it was cool to me that 
I hit, there was people actually cheering for me in Philadelphia and I did not expect that. Um, and you know, the amount of people that messaged and got in touch to just say, like, keep going or like that they had been thinking about me that morning or it's, it's pretty special. Um, so yeah, appreciate you all. Um, have a good day.